I, I don't know why you like Bojangles. Bojangles, okay. Their chicken is like okay. It's not top tier. Their biscuits. Their biscuits are oh good. Oh my gosh. Why is why is biscuits a conversation when it comes to fried chicken? I, I don't I mean I get the whole like, you know, we gotta make biscuits, we got water, we got flour, we, we make something that works and we pour artificial honey on it. But like, why is that whenever I talk to somebody about their favorite chicken joint, it's like I don't like the chicken, but their biscuits are baller. Like it's water and flour. Okay. It's about the joint, not the chicken. You know? Yeah. It's about the okay, whole Okay, when experience. you talk about like McDonald's versus like other fast food chains, do you just talk about their burgers or do you also talk about their fries and their chicken nuggets? No, no, no. I absolutely just talk about the burgers because I'm a burger connoisseur. And like I, I get the fact that like when you go to a, to a burger joint, you're not just weighing in the consequences of the burger you're buying. Because if I did, I'd never go to McDonald's ever. And I still don't because their food's not even good enough for dogs to eat. And, and that was actually proven in a lawsuit. That's not just me spewing crap. Um, but like when it comes to fried chicken, like fried chicken is not a burger joint. Like if I'm saying, Hey, I want fried chicken. I'm not thinking, man, I want Mac and cheese, man. I want mashed potatoes, man. I want cornbread. I'm thinking I want fried chicken. That is sort of fair. Yeah. That's a little bit fair. It's, it's like Taco Bell. It's like, Hey, I want dough and a ton of cheese and something that might come with it is good. If I want a burrito, I'm going to go to a real Uh, burrito place. I don't know. Taco. Cause with Taco Bell, I will go for just the fucking nacho fries. You know what I mean? Uh, well, okay, but those nacho fries are brand new. That's like a new concept for them. That's true. That's true. Nacho fries I mean, I, I get the idea if you're like, hey, I'm craving a Baja Blast, and I guess I'll get a burrito as well. Yeah. By the way, by the way, both of you, Lardo, Egg, uh, Baja Blast or Pitch Black? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sudoku. I too Sudoku. <laughs> I clipped the fuck I, out of the audio. I have I have no idea how I keep getting you and Lardo mixed up. Like Lardo's never been on a recording. Before. I was hoping I guess it's that just would that happen. You're, well, I guess it's just that both Sudoku and Lardo are both bottoms. That like I just think they're the same person. I haven't like talked to Lardo, but Sudoku's definitely a bottom. So shut the fuck up. Just because we both play like, Melty. Like it, it's so shit. bad because I was trying to congratulate Sudoku for having a kid, so I changed the channel name to like Lardo's Cream Pie Surprise. Like he was Sudoku. Congratulations, Cream Pie That's Surprise. I was so confused. I was like, wait, Lardo's I saw got a boyfriend. I saw that, and I was like, I'll I'll see where this goes. I'll see where this develops. But you knew 100 percent it was just me. Well, like, here's the thing. Uh, as somebody who's like lived on military bases uh, and eaten at a ton of Popeyes, first off, Popeyes is where you go to get stabbed. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Um, Popeyes and churches. <laughs> churches, uh, at least in my experience, is always like in is is always like at least here where I live. No, come on. But everywhere is, where you live is is somewhere to get stabbed. Church yeah, well, where. Church, the church's location here is special. Oh no, no, no! The 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 Popeyes in Anchorage is in a special location too. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, like the Popeyes is a relatively safe part of town compared to where churches is. So so let me ask you a question. Um, do you know that new like corporate hell art that's on all those Google Fi commercials that we're getting on YouTube now, like the the phone plan stuff? <laughs> okay. The, the Popeyes in Anchorage is in this building that's entirely too large. It's on the first floor of what I assumed yep. used to be like a dentist's office mm-hmm. or something. I don't know the story behind this, but I'm pretty sure like a dentist's office or like an accountant's or like a law office was on the ground. Like the reception area was on the ground floor and then the second floor was like the private offices and stuff. But like the wall art is just Google Fi. 
it, it's just all this like weird, easy to draw, you know, abstract mm-hmm. shapes of people doing stuff. But it, it, you go to Popeye's to get stabbed and it's like, it's not in a bad part of town. It's off of like 26th and 28th, which it doesn't mean much, but it's a main vein highway. So like one of the main veins in the Anchorage's like road system is where this Popeye's is. So like by no means should it be a sketchy part of town because too many cars drive by. But it, it, I don't know what it is. This Popeye's is in a nicer neighborhood and this Popeye's just drives the property value into the floor. Like the whole area is nice. And then you see Popeye's and suddenly shadows that weren't in your perception before start showing up (laughs) and like cracks in the sidewalk start appearing next to you. And you're like, but then you, you you go away and you look away from the Popeye's and the cracks go away and the shadows go away and it becomes a bright sunny day. And you look at the Popeye's it's, it's like that it's, they live, but with a Popeye's. (laughs) So it's, I I don't know. Time is a circle. We're talking about fried chicken again. Uh, Popeyes we've talked, is top tier fried chicken, though. My uh, here's the thing: like my favorite fried chicken, hands down, is Hoodwings and Anchorage. What is your? But it's run by a dude favorite? who cooks chicken out of a trailer. Lost his business because the mall he was in closed down. Was cooking chicken out of a waffle joint for a while, and then the waffle joint kicked him out because he refused to get like the COVID shot. So now the dude cooks a bunch of chicken in his trailer and drives to the waffle <laughs> shop to fill up the parking spots, despite the previous owner. And just like drops off chicken for his customers and leaves. That's fucking funny. Well, like the place is run by a dude named like Israel Jeremiah or uh, something. That's how you like, know it's one good. of those guys who has like two that's first names. That's how you names. know it's good. <coughs> Can't ever trust him. And it's like my my brother in law. I don't know why, but I have street cred, <laughs> which is I'm the whitest dude you'll ever meet. But don't, I have you're a like ton the of podcast stamper. It's fine. Well, I, I have a, I have a ton of street cred and my brother-in-law <laughs> is married to a black woman because he went to Africa on his mission and got jungle fever. And we joke about that because he was the most racist human being I ever knew. Came back to Africa and found the one black woman at BYU and married her. So like, so he's, he's got street cred or he should have street cred, but he doesn't because he's a programmer. Um, but we go to get chicken one day and I get the, I get the chicken from this guy. And he hands it off to me and like, we have a normal conversation. I thought it was a normal conversation. I get the chicken from him. I ask him how his girl's doing. Like, you know, because I order chicken from these guys all the time. And we leave and my brother-in-law looks at me. He's like, I don't think I've ever heard you say, yeah, we straight in my entire life. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, do you know what you just said to this guy? And I'm like, yeah, I just had a conversation with him. He's like, you used words I've never heard you use in your life. And I'm like. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, yeah, we straight. Well, he's like, I, I guess the one that stuck in his mind is the fact that like when the dude was apologizing, never for chicken, he's, he's like, I'm like, yeah, we straight. I know how it is. And like, we just handed off and I gave the chicken. I gave him the money, gave me the chicken. Everything was good. My brother-in-law's like, where did you learn to talk like that? I'm like, did you not steal a TV when you were 14 years old? Did you not steal a PS2 when you were 14 years old? Did you not know go to public school? What do you mean? Yeah, did you did you not go to public school and like have a multi-diverse cast of friends? Oh, wait, no, you went to a programming school full of other white kids. Ah. Yeah, that's actually true, yeah. Yeah. But no, like, there, there you go. Moth has street cred. Nah. You can't trust people like that. Well, here's I guess he can speak pigeon English, which is great. But I guess going to Africa fixed. A lot of that. Uh, uh, do you, do you remember like occasionally when people who aren't racist but actually are will like share the BBC South Africa's like headlines? It'll be like 
girl gonna get stuck cause a big boom boom gets stuck in door. Like what the fuck did you? Wait, have you have you never seen like the BBC Johannesburg like headlines <laughs> that are written in pigeon? What? What's going on here? It's it's just a it's a very a shorthand English. You talking? Are you hold on? You see, this is. <laughs> Chick Nick Bay. Interesting. Pigeon okay. uh, this better not be a slur. Just, like just type in BBC Pigeon headlines. For a while. And it's P I D G E N. You see, I'm afraid to say it. I'm it's not pigeon it. like the bird, it's like pigeon. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is a BBC. secret episode of the podcast. Uh, we're recording it. Uh, Patreon viewers are going to get it first, and then we're going to release it to the public later. Um, so it's just, it's one of those nice little, uh, double whammy, no whammy, double whammy things. Um, and I didn't, I didn't talk to the previous, uh, the hosts about this, but this is going to be my send off episode for a bit. I'll be back in the near future, but, uh, some stuff has come up in my personal life and I cannot reliably record the podcast for a while. So, uh, I'm handing the mantle of crackhead to egg here. Anyway, so. So uh, with me for this send off episode for a time being, it's uh, Egg and Frog. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm I Frog. Am. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, Sudoku. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, did you look it up, BBC Pigeon? Okay, I looked up Pigeon English. Yep, yep. No, no, you got to type in BBC Pigeon. BBC Pigeon. Hold on. You got to type. So, uh, e- BBC Pigeon e- English. <laughs> What is this? It's it's real. It looks racist. It does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? This is racist. It's not racist because it's a legitimate news source. (laughs) No, it's not. It even has a check mark on Twitter. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I'm looking at it right now. It does not. So anyway, uh, I'm sorry because people don't speak like you. You assume it's racist. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I honestly so do not know. I don't know. I don't you were know saying a lot of slurs right before we were people, like, started that's, recording that's too. I didn't even believe. Could okay. Be said. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so do I have he to was tell saying the story stuff I haven't even happened? heard before, like Chignik? I don't know okay. what that is. So, so like, That's if anybody kind of wants to identify nuts. and like dox me, this is going to be the story that really narrows down Probably, exactly yeah. <laughs> what I do for a living. Um, but so in our job, I hate physicists. Physicists <laughs> are idiots. Um, by the way, the more degrees you get and the more trained you are to do one thing, the dumber you are at doing anything else. So like radiologists are some of the dumbest human beings on the planet I've ever met. Like it, it, you want to talk about HIPAA, the fact that you're not supposed to like share patient data. These clowns can't go a day without like accidentally mixing x-rays with kitty porn. Like it's just, it's some of the saddest things on the planet. So, um, we, one of the things we do is we provide service (laughs) to x-ray equipment that are in low population areas that are hard to get to. Cause Hey, believe it or not, no matter who you are, you should be able to get healthcare that, that, you know, let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of our locations is a tiny town called Chignik Bay. And Chignik Bay is, uh, it's the center point for like three Chignics. It's mm-hmm. like Chignik Bay, Chignik Harbor, and like Chignik Lake. Like, I, I don't know, but it's, it's three and it's, it's, na- it's, it's a native word. So it's, it's actually a word. It's not a racial slur. Um, it's like, it's like a sub 200 population mm-hmm. in the summer and even less than that yeah. in the winter. 
Sounds a bit like it. Uh, though, this place is so admit. bad that when the guy came to pick me up, because what happens is like I'll, you, to get there, you can't even fly like Alaska Airlines or like a Raven, which is Alaska Airlines subsidiary. You have to go out to this. Uh, you have to go out to an airstrip where a bunch of people just have private planes that they fly. Like you just people who have way too much money and rent like a Cessna 100 with their buddies and stuff like they, they, they have planes on the spot and you have to basically charter out a $1,300 plane ticket to fly out and you'll get there. It, it, it just depends. Like however many people check in uh, determines how many stops you make. So if you leave Anchorage at eight o'clock at night or eight in the morning, you might get there at noon. You might get there at four o'clock at night. Nobody knows. You just, you fly on a plane. And uh, I get to Chignik, uh, Chignik Bay. And the reason I'm there as a physicist, <laughs> once, once again, back to my hatred of physicists, uh, these machines, we have a portable x-ray room because there's no way they have enough money to afford like a full $300,000 x-ray room. So they got a portable unit that's capable of shooting a shot straight through an elephant. Um, pretty cheap, but it works. And the physicist wrote a report that said our system couldn't shoot dose, which is the worst. It's like the worst thing you can get is the machine won't shoot accurate dose, which means like I have to pretty much go and recertify the machine from the ground up. Well, I was reviewing the video as I'm getting on the plane because I'd ordered a bunch of parts and stuff and I'm reviewing the video and I realize this asshole has the machine plugged into the wall. And the reason that's a problem is, I don't know if you guys know American electrical standards, but generally you have about between 10 and 20 amp breakers. And with these new GFCI things that are in part of the regulations, like those things will trip from anything. If you have a light socket halfway plugged in, a GFCI breaker will trip. Um, so this asshole has this thing plugged into a 110 volt 15 amp breaker and the machine is auto set to be smart enough that if it can tell it's plugged in it won't shoot a higher dose because it's afraid of tripping the entire room because hey guess what if you pull 15 amps into a room and trip the gfci breaker somebody's life support can go off Woo. so what it is is the system won't shoot past i think it's like 90 kv and 40 mass Ooh. don't worry about these numbers um, but it won't shoot past a certain amount if it's plugged in because it doesn't want to trip a GFCI breaker. So I unplug the room and shoot all the test doses. Uh, I have to do a grand scaling arc where you do like 10 mass, 20 mass, 40 mass, 60, 80, 90. And it shoots perfectly. And so now I have to write a report saying a physicist can't find his head from a, or his ass from a hole in the ground. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, this was an easy job. Uh, they're letting me stay at the clinic because this is a sub 200 population place and the grocery store closed in September. Um, I brought enough protein shakes, energy drinks, and protein bars to last me two days. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to play Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, and I'm going to get on the flight at noon tomorrow, and I'm going to fly back to Anchorage. Uh, here's a fun thing. We have 45 mile an hour winds out there because Chignik Bay is against a mountain, and it's, a, it's like a windbreak mountain. So if the winds pick up for any reason, flights don't fly out. So... I find out, long story short, I wake up Friday morning and I'm like, oh boy, get a fly back to Anchorage tonight. And uh, 45 mile an hour winds say no. Oh, so, no. you know, the luckily this clinic is actually designed as kind of like a pseudo hostel. So I'm able to like do my laundry. <laughs> I'm able to uh, basically just do my laundry. And it's it's not, a, I think I showed you guys the room I was staying at. It's this tiny like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a patient crash bed. The problem was there was a jar of piss next to me the entire time. <laughs> Yeah. You can't pour it out because you don't know who will need it. Yeah, I don't know if that's somebody's piss. I don't know if that's contaminated <laughs> piss. There's just a jar of piss next to me while I'm brushing my teeth for four days. Can't drink it. 
Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm stuck here Saturday. Sunday, the winds yeah. are now like 45 again. Can't drink it or either. Saturday, the winds are 45 again, so I'm not flying out. Here's the thing. Chignik Bay is about two miles in either direction from the clinic. So if you walk two miles to the, uh, I think it's like the west, you're at the airstrip. And if you walk two miles to the east, you're in town. But there's no grocery store. There's no commons. Uh, they have to order groceries through Costco once a month, basically. Uh, but Saturday, I run out of food at like 7 a.m. because I had uh, eaten my last protein bar. And the guy looks at me. And he's like, hey, do you want me to bring you some food? And I'm like, yeah, cool. And uh, he just brings me t- like three pounds of frozen halibut. He's like, here you go. Let's go. <laughs> uh have you guys ever just eaten raw halibut? No. I yeah, think- uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten halibut. But uh, if you get hungry enough, and apparently I get hungry pretty quick, uh, it's like three in the afternoon and I'm just microwaving raw halibut to get rid of the salmonella. <laughs> it's, it's freaking painful. And then like Sunday rolls oh, around and I can get out. Man. But like I hadn't eaten in 24 hours at this point. That's I was texting rough. my wife. I'm like, I'm going to just eat three burgers when I get home. I'm like, every day I've been stuck here, I'm going to add a burger to my order. <laughs> and uh, I get back to Anchorage. And you know that whole thing where like your eyes are bigger than your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I ordered three half pound super egg bacon burgers from my local joint. Yeah. And uh, they were all gone in an hour. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just ate 3000 calories in an hour. No way. But uh, yeah, so, so nice. I, I went a little bit insane because I think after like the second day, I started noticing how many spiders were around <laughs> me. Because like they, they want to get away from the wind because the wind's 45 miles an hour. It's blowing away their nest. So like there's a bunch of these cracks in the door and just spiders are crawling in. Like I woke up at one in the morning and there's just like seven spiders sitting right under yeah. a door. They're like wolf spiders, which are massive little bastards. Yeah, there was a huge... So I spent three days playing exterminator in a freaking bunkhouse in a Ooh, clinic. And the guy, like, after Friday, he didn't come sucks, and visit dude. me anymore. He showed up Saturday. He's like, do you need food? Here's three pounds of frozen halibut. <laughs> and then I didn't see him again until, like, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus. Well, like, oh I my keep God, waking dude. up with, like, random bite so marks all over my piss. face. And I'm oh just like, oh, this is, like, chump change compared to all this other stuff. Like I'm, I'm waking up like there's just 20 spiders. I, I I honest to God <laughs> think I committed like I a eaten small three spider genocide while I was there. Because it got to the point Good. where I was, you could only play Pathfinder for so many hours because that was like all I had installed on my computer. Uh, you can only play Pathfinder Good, for yeah. so many hours before you start going nuts. And so like I'm stomping around this clinic doing pull-ups on a bunk bed and just like killing spiders at two in the morning. <laughs> Bruce. Just, I was like completely unhinged because I couldn't even talk to my wife. I could only message her on Discord. Here's Sounds the thing. badass though. Uh, the entire internet for like Togiak, uh, New Stuyak, Chignik Bay, um, all these like <laughs> tribal villages are managed through an organization called the Bristol Bay Area Health Corporation. And most of their IT is done out of Dillingham. Like their IT guys live in Dillingham and they fly out to these sites to do IT support. So they're all on the same network. And apparently, like, six years ago, high school kids would drive up to the hospital in Dillingham and would get on the Wi-Fi to browse Facebook. And it was basically, like, causing patients to die because it was eating up the bandwidth. And they couldn't transfer patient data to the doctors in the lower 48. 
And so uh, their IT guy, you can get on the internet and you can browse the Steam store page, but you can't connect to Steam. And I mean, we're talking, we're on like a 200 kilobit per second connection if no one else is on the network where I was. Oh, man. It's like T1 minus T1. It, it's depressing as can be. Uh, but like, you, there's no Facebook. For some reason, YouTube works. So I just had red letter media on repeat. I was just like, I'm not insane. Jay's here with me. <laughs> Mike and Rich are my friends. <laughs> um, I mean, the problem was I just didn't have food. How many more days could you have handled that before I mean, you just started like my your dinner own skull Saturday out? night was a monster whiteout. That's dire. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like, talk, well, how, like how fast did you like? It wasn't like the place was barren. Microwaved halibut. It, it wasn't like the place there was barren. Like it, I did manage to find some food. <laughs> I found some like cauliflower chips that were a year expired that I like sprinkled on top of the fucking halibut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, spr- I'm sprinkling these like cauliflower. I found like this thing of like really yellow butter that I just kind of like rubbed on, on it us. after I got out You're of the mic. Oh my god. Details. And then I had like a little bit of pink Himalayan salt, but it was like super salty because it was salted butter, pink Himalayan salt, like cauliflower chips that were a year expired. I honestly thought they were broccoli when I first opened them. (laughs) Holy fuck. There was nobody to kill. This just keeps getting At worse. One, I actually remember Saturday afternoon, I walked too? to a landing strip because I was getting like cabin fever. And there was a mountain, <laughs> uh, not a mountain, but there was like a cliff overlooking the ocean. That was like, I, I did the math. It was about a mile away to get to the top <laughs> yeah. of the thing. And it was, it was tundra. So it would be like, it'd be flat ground. There'd be like maybe uh calf high grass mm-hmm. and like some shrubbery, but it, it looked like I could walk there. And I started just walking to the cliff, like subconsciously just walking towards this cliff. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to get to the top of the cliff and take a picture. And like, right as I'm about to disappear into the shrubbery, a truck pulls up for some reason and it breaks me out of it. I'm like, if I go to this mountain, people are going to think I'm crazy. (laughs) And just like walk back to the clinic. So yeah, yeah, no, um, I just I, I'm telling this story to other people. I'm like, you guys need to understand that oh, I'm like man. in the middle of buckfoot wow. nowhere, uh, fixing a machine that's not broken. That's what annoyed me the most was the fact that I was out there because a physicist diagnosed a machine improperly. Yeah. And then I had to write an official report that I had to then submit to the tribal council that said like, hey, you know, is the machine good to use again? I'm like, the machine was never broken. Do you know how difficult it is to politically like write a sentence where it's like. Physicists couldn't find ass from hole in ground. Like, oh man. So, uh, yeah, that was my that was my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so uh, now that we've spent twenty five minutes talking about fried chicken and being stranded in the woods. Oh yeah, no, yeah, uh, nice. how I went through my rations. I've been I've gone back to like a really high protein diet, like two hundred grams a day, while I cut back to one hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> and uh, so, I had four protein cookies. Four Met RX bars, uh, four Isoway shakes, and four monsters. And so I ate before I left Thursday morning. And I was like, okay, I'm going to gr- drink two co- uh, two protein shakes, eat two cookies, drink eat two protein bars, 
and two energy drinks a day. Um, and that was like my plan. And so then like Friday, when I realized I might be stuck here till Sunday, I was like, so I'll break a cookie in half. Oh no. <laughs> I'll, I'll water this monster down with a little bit of water. <laughs> 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 it's fine if I drink the entire can with nothing in my kidneys it'll just be pure and filtered monster when monster. I pee it back into the can it'll go a long way <laughs> uh, so the theme of this episode is we're going to tell uh, some spooky stories for Halloween <laughs> talk about games and yeah talk about oh no like so here's the thing with 45 mile an hour winds I should really send you guys the video that's but pretty like, spooky you're laying in a cot in like an empty clinic. And even though nobody's died at this clinic, like this clinic is really well for, for a clinic in a town of less than 200 people. This is probably the nicest building in the entire town because there's a dentist table. There's an entire room filled with drugs and there's a lot of Viagra that was expired that I was thinking about taking because I had the key, but you know, Hey, I gotta be a good engineer and not take a shit ton of Viagra when I'm bored in the woods. Uh, there's like four crash carts for ER patients um, and there's like a TV that only got the Jimmy Fallon show. So That's God true. forbid I watch that at night. You know, you could do worse than Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do Colbert. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm Colbert just is better than Jimmy Fallon. Fuck off. I'm just, I'm imagining yeah, Moth. Actually, no, wait, no, guys. no, he's not. Never I'm imagining mind. Moth <laughs> no, he's just. Not. He's not better than Jimmy Fallon. I Moth just what like saying, fully. I'm I'm just imagining Moth like fully hard off of expired Viagra his, his just like staring at building. like the halibut spinning it, in the it, microwave while Jimmy it was more or less plays like, in the background. You know, I, I it was one of that those things where the like do I wear pajama image. pants to leave the room I'm in because <laughs> the guy might be here or like do I wear real work pants? Like And it it's it was just like the shittiest thing and on top of that like I guess that they never did their laundry there <laughs> because I went to go put my underwear and like my pants into the laundry to do like a cycle every other day. And the first day I opened it and it just smelled like moss. Oh, no. And I opened the washing machine and they had left like bed sheets in there for a month because there were like little green oh, moss things growing Jesus. around the edges. And I was like, oh. it, it, it's, 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 yeah, I just, yeah, no, I four. Fucking hell. So, Built different I, for me. <laughs> How many days were you there again? I would have died. Like, uh, I'm staring at microwave halibut, listening to the Benny Gesserit talk about how love <laughs> isn't in their breeding program anymore. Because I'm just listening to like Heretics of Dune. And I'm just sitting thinking about Pathfinder and how much I fucked up my decision to go with the wrong waifu. And that, that, that that's, that's pretty like I turned off Jimmy Fallon the moment he turned on. I'm like, nope. But <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing to entertain you, so you That's won't like even watch Jimmy Fallon when you resort oh, to the Fallon. Man. And like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to insult anybody because it's <laughs> people who are out in the tribes. The younger generation don't actually. A lot of the time, from my understanding, don't actually want to be out in tribal land. It's it's a lot of the time. It's like the elders are keeping them there because I know. I know a lot of younger people, and by younger, I mean like younger than 30, who want to leave, but it's like my Nana's here, and if I leave, nobody's going to take care of them. And so like as I'm flipping through the channels, mm -hmm. uh, there's the weather st or there's the news station. They could clearly get like the local tribal news station yeah. that covers like 19 villages. 
and just it, it it's just fun to watch because like you know they don't have anybody actually trained as like anchors or weathermen <laughs> And they're just kind of talking at the camera and like stumbling over every word. And you're like, this is so sincere. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is funnier than Fallon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the, the problem is like they, they have to, um, they have like to sometimes the channel for, say uh, the tribes as the names that like I know them. Um, so like Barrow, we call Barrow Barrow, which is like the furthest point north in Alaska. Uh, the actual name of Barrow is like Uchuyak or something. So like when you look up Barrow on a map, there's a 50% chance it won't show up. And if it does, it'll show up as like Uchuyak or whatever. I need to look up what it's actually called. Um, so like when these people are reading the weather, you can always tell like which ones actually grew up on a tribe and which ones like grew up in Dillingham. <laughs> Cause it'd be like, yeah, so out in area. It's like listening to Jim Carrey try to just do his mask impersonation. (laughs) Sudoku's trying not to laugh because laughter would be racist right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The story you're telling me is like, it like has the energy of being. I'm a confident non-racist. So. I mean, I guess, well, I guess you were just being like an empty hospital. At like 3 a.m. <laughs> but for, Dude, but I was going full shining in there. Days. <laughs> but here, here's the reality, though. Like, I've hung out with all these people. I like these yeah, people. Yeah. I love hanging out with them. It's actually a good I, way of putting I mean, it. it. You know, I'll tell you these stories and I'll tell you like some of the worst things. Like, yeah, I'm trapped in a hospital. Or yeah, and the news anchors can't do anything. Like, it, But it's like, hey, you're you're telling a fish to fly. Are, like, wait, you know, are, just, are you saying that you hung out with the news anchors when they were just on the TV? <laughs> yes, I sat there and had a conversation with them. And they <laughs> talked back. <laughs> no, but like these because like I've stayed I've stayed in some of the tribal people's houses before. That's door. all you can do. And like that's some of the best communities in Alaska. Like these people are way more fun to hang out with than some of the people in the cities. Yeah. It's just, I know a lot of them want to leave. Yeah. Well, it's. Yeah, I well, um, I work in a casino, in a tribal um, <laughs> casino. I wouldn't be surprised. And I mean, there's I've a lot of people there too. who, I mean, are tribal members. And yeah, a lot of them say that like they want to leave, but they can't for one reason or another. Well, something, something that did happen to me, because I will, I will always be honest with our audience and with everybody is like. When I first started this job, yeah. I got turned super racist really fast against natives. No, I'll tell you the story. Like, I show up in I show up at a site. I can't tell you what site because I don't want to get somebody fired. I show up at a site and like the radiologist is talking to me. He's like, "Yeah, they're they're just a bunch of rapists. They they rape their their nieces. They they rape their daughters. And uh, you know the cops can't do anything about it because it's the tribal police. And the tribal police like the girls report rape and then they rape her." And, uh, you know, if she gets pregnant, they wait till she has a kid and then they kill her. And he's like telling me these horrible things. And he's telling it to me like in the middle of December when there's no sunlight and I'm in a dark mood because I'm like freezing my ass off on a CT table. And so like, I believe this guy for years. And that was a horrible mistake on my part. 
Like, I'm sure these things happen, but these things happen everywhere. So whenever, whenever someone's like, oh, yeah, natives are, you know, they're all alcoholics and they're all assholes. Like, dude, shut up. Nah. Natives are like, cool as go, fuck. Yeah, like, like, I'm sorry we completely poisoned them with <laughs> apartheid for centuries. And yet they're still recovering from it. Like, the tenacity to recover and maintain yourself and maintain your sense of identity after yeah. centuries of basically genocide. Like, eat a dick, dude. Eat a dick. Yeah. And I feel bad because I spent, like, three years, like, being super racist because this one dude for two days straight poisoned my mind. Yeah. Forty days of night, Good, filmed yeah. in Barrow, and Alaska has that thing. Where I've it's been like, in Barrow during the like forty days of night, time all the like time walking around, season, staring at a right? polar bear at the horizon line. Like, damn, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sorry about that. Uh, spooky month. We're talking about spooky stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have unfortunately five. <laughs> oh yeah, like. It, Yeah, like, uh, I had to perform an exorcism once. Five, like, genuinely spooky, like, Halloween spooky kind of stories? (laughs) You see, this is fucked up. I have, like, I have, like, one story. I I went inside a church's chicken once. It's not very spooky. (laughs) But. That's my story. And nobody got stabbed. (laughs) Uh, Like, usually you go for the drive-thru, okay? You don't risk going inside. Well, like it's it's, it's it becomes the uncanny valley when you walk into a church's chicken and like nobody's getting murdered. <laughs> oh, I've been to a That's Waffle true. House too, dude. Waffle House is like my favorite place to eat from East Side. I fucking love Waffle House. <laughs> I love I love it so much. Like I just point out they change the menu so they no longer have like steaks and shit. Dude, you don't go to Waffle House to eat steaks. Here's what you do. Fuck you. You go to Waffle. <laughs> yeah, like who who eats steaks at a Waffle House? Are you trying to get my food dad? Poisoned? Okay, now this is a spooky story, right? I I I got steak one time at a Waffle House because one of my friends insisted the steak and eggs was actually really good at Waffle House, and so I was like, I guess I'll try. Like I don't really know, and I order the steak, and she's like, How do you want that cooked? And I was like. Oh, I like medium, like medium rare. And she was like, oh, that sounds great. <clears throat> she comes back. She hands me a completely gray steak that I'm not joking is still cold. Like it's not hot. It's a cold steak. And I tried to cut into the middle and like it was frozen still. Um, so I was like, and I was sitting there and I was losing my fucking mind. Oh, because the I was like, How do I tell this waitress? <laughs> That my steak is literally frozen without sounding like a fucking asshole. I, I was, I, <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, I don't. And I was like, Oh, excuse me, miss. Uh, my my steak is cold. And she was like, she looked at me like pissed. She was like, Okay. And I was like, I was like, No, no, it's like, like it's co- like I'm not saying it's cooked wrong. I'm saying it's literally cold. Like, could I could I get like. Like a new one, oh, and she no. was like, "Yeah, sure. You want it like cooked differently?" <laughs> and I was like, "I guess I want it well done. <laughs> I want it warm." Yeah. And she comes back, right? 
Because I already cut into the steak. Oh yeah, that's you know? a that's a well, that's she a comes back and it is clearly the exact same steak. It is the steak I cut. All into. right, so if we're going to talk about creepy food, hot. I need to tell you about the Chuck E. Cheese pizzas. Yeah, which is you know that's totally <laughs> no, fine. No, no, but keep but, going. You know, so, so she comes back, same steak. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> comes back, same steak. And I like bite into it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, it's fine. And I'm with the friend that told me steak and eggs was good, right? I'm with him. And I was like, I mean, this is okay. And he was like, yeah, why the fuck would you order that? And I was like, you told me this was good. And he was like, I've never had that before. This is and I was like, what the fuck? Which is bizarre because I watched him eat it. I, wa- I was there when he had it. And he was like, I've never this had is, that this before. Is the I've never- no, episode. it wasn't Nathan. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> it. Like, I've never had that before. And I was like, what the fuck eggs. are you talking about, man? So. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I, and I was getting like, it was like, ha ha ha, you know, I was getting a little pissed off because I was like, like, I don't give a shit that the steak is bad, but you told me the steak and eggs is fucking good. I was there, right? <laughs> But yeah, so I got epically pranked, and I don't even think it was okay, a prank. Like I think it was three being of my serious, stories have really no weird. Mission. But um, so we all know that so I served my mission. That's my Waffle House story right uh, there. My it, spooky actually, Waffle House story. I got deported from Switzerland before I even arrived. They deported me. Like my flight came into Switzerland, and like a dude. Uh, apparently, they have like really good border control or something. Because like I'm on the plane, and a representative of Switzerland like comes up to me. He's like, "I'm looking for a." And it was like in it was in like the, the the Swiss English, which sounds like Kermit the Frog. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that's I just doxed myself. Lardo, can you edit out my last name, please? <laughs> just like bleep it. <laughs> yeah, please. I just realized I doxed. Shit. Well, it's like we go by our last name in the Mormon Church so much that it's like, yeah, I, right. I, I'm just it's like subconscious. Like, so is there a is there a blank moth here? And uh, Lardo, if you don't edit that, I will string you myself. <laughs> I'm sorry I said you got your boyfriend butt preggers. Like, uh, please just edit this. You're him the revenge opportunity. He's going to ruin your fucking life. <laughs> you uh, really but, called um, your Lardo's boyfriend breedable. <laughs> <laughs> he said it first. It's like saying an N-word at the party. You just got to wait for someone else to say it first. No! It's <laughs> not true. That's not true. Hold on. That is absolutely true because I've never true. gotten beat down for racism in my life and I know I've said more slurs than you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I get deported from Switzerland and then I go to Austria for a few months and I forget to, like, do my paperwork to be, like, a visitor in Austria. Pause. <laughs> you never said why you were deported. Oh, they couldn't get enough religious visas. Okay. So, like, uh, I was supposed to be doing missionary work there, but uh, apparently you can have a limit of how many missionaries from various religions you let into your country at a time. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And so he's like, the guy basically told me, he's like, hey, you need to get on a train and you need to just leave Switzerland. And I'm like, well, where do I go? And he's like, just leave Switzerland. (laughs) Just go somewhere, somewhere else. And so they had to pick, like, I I basically just started on, I I got lucky. Like, this is the whole, like, you got to believe Jesus is looking out for you thing. Because I'm just sitting on a train heading into the soul of Germany and a couple of other elders like get up and find me. They're like, are you Elder Moth? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? They're like, 
uh, we're the mission president's right and left hand, which is real jobs. They're actually called like the assistants to the mission president. Like we've been looking everywhere for you and you're not supposed to like when you're on a mission, you're never supposed to be alone. And my dumbass was like traveling on a butt on a train because they just kicked me out of Switzerland. <laughs> and uh, so they picked me up and then uh, I got put. So I'm in. I want to say I was in Linz when this happened. Like both my creepy stories happened in Linz. Um, I'm in Linz, Austria. And I guess a sister in the ward uh, was she's like this 75 year old woman who converted from Catholicism to like Mormonism, which is really weird. And she was like, uh, she like told the bishop, she's like, I need an exorcist. And she lives out in the middle of nowhere. And the bishop's like, yeah, elders, uh, can you schedule a time to go do an exorcism? And we're sitting around. We're like, there's no protocol for this. <laughs> like exorcisms kind of aren't real. Um, like we're not the Catholics. We don't have protocols for exorcisms and stuff like that. That stuff doesn't happen. I've never like it. I'd never even fathomed the idea of being called in to do an exorcism. Mm -hmm. And so the bishop calls us and he's like, yeah, could you guys go to an exorcism here? And to get to this lady's house, you have to like take a train to a bus station to a bus station. And then you either have to like have a car waiting for you at the last bus station or hike it three kilometers. And uh, so we get to this woman's house. And we basically agreed not to tell the mission president because he'd tell us not to go. And so rather than ask and get the question or get the answer we know we're going to get, we just go out. And when they ask us later, they're like, yeah, we're just doing some ministering work for an older sister. Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, sister is a Mormon term for a female member that's older than 18. Yeah. But, yeah. Brother is like we, we use very familial terms in the Mormon church. And uh, so we get to this lady's house. And she's telling us, she's like. I just think my house is haunted. And like, we're trying to figure out like what she's talking about. Like, is it a Nazi ghost? Like, <laughs> you know, what, what's going on here, lady? And she's like, my house is just haunted. And so my companion and I had been talking for like a day at this point, trying to figure out what we're going to do. Cause like, we don't do exorcisms. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't do exorcisms at the Mormon church. And so we basically ask her, we're like, uh, so can you just put us in the living room? And she's like, oh, like put us in the room where the spooky things happen the most, <laughs> which is, I guess, the kitchen. And she's like, okay, uh, you guys are in the kitchen now. And I look at her and I'm like, well, you know, we're going to perform the exorcism. Uh, why don't you go into your bedroom and we'll call you when we're done? And I think... Yeah, we had to get another guy with us because you have to have if you're um, if you're visiting a member of the opposite sex, you have to get like a like a third guy with you uh, because it's like you don't want to get accused of rape. So it's my companion, myself and just this random member of the ward who came with us and we're all kind of standing around the kitchen. We're like, what the hell are we supposed to do? And uh, <laughs> eventually we just like I, he gives a prayer like the, the, the member of the ward does because he speaks better German than the rest of us. Because, you know, ghosts only respond in German or Latin. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and he basically gives a prayer that's like, uh, Heavenly Father, bless this place. If there's any of the one third of heaven here tormenting the sister, have him leave. <laughs> Tell and, him to go home. <laughs> Tell him to get the and, fuck out. And, and, and like while we're praying, we kind of hear her like groaning upstairs. She's like, oh, oh. <laughs> We kind of hear her upstairs. <laughs> and after the prayer, like, we call for her because we're not going to go up to check on her. And she comes downstairs. She's like, I could feel it leave. <laughs> 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 and, 
<laughs> like, understand, I'm Sound at the most like spiritual. It calm. <laughs> like, this is like when I'm at the most spiritual point in my life, and I still think this whole event is a bag of baloney. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, lady, I, I believe in everything I'm doing right now, but your house ain't haunted. <laughs> So, so that was like the story of like when I had to perform an exorcism. That's pretty good. Eh? Something we don't even believe in as Mormons. <laughs> That's good. All right, Egg, what do you got? All right, my spooky story. Um, <clears throat> Sudoku knows a little bit of this, but I never told him the full thing, I'm pretty sure. So I was visiting Sudoku for his wedding, actually. And we, it was me and my buddy, Nathan, we were on a road trip. Um, oh, I remember this. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, like I said, this story is going to be pretty funny. Mind you, I was slightly traumatized by it. But my buddy and I are going to visit Sudoku. And we, I think I was driving the whole time for the way there. And then I think he drove all the yeah. way back. We stopped yeah. at a Walmart. Because we were going to pick up, I think just pick up some snacks and I need to take a piss. So yeah. we walk in, go to the back, you know, uh, everything seems fine. Nathan, I noticed, keeps like looking around a little bit, but I was like, whatever. I don't really give a shit. And he stopped pretty soon. So I was like, you know, I didn't think yeah. anything about it. I was, I was like, so like, brain was fucking fried. I was like, I need to piss. I'm grabbing a Snickers and I'm getting the fuck out of here. <clears throat> right, right. Uh, we're about to go to the self-checkout. And he's like, oh, I want to see if they got like a salad or some stupid shit like that. I don't remember why. He was on like a health kick at the time. Um, and I'm like, okay, like here's like here's my Snickers. Can you check out like while I'm like pissing? And he was like, okay. Go into the bathroom. This Walmart. I think we were in Oklahoma at the time. Very precarious Walmart. The bathroom was a single stall and a single urinal. And that was it. Which usual. made me a little uncomfortable. Um, but I was like, whatever, it's just a bathroom. So I use the urinal and the door opens and like a sane human being, I just keep my eyes on my 8.75 inch soft uncircumcised cock. Um, <laughs> and I don't acknowledge this person that walks in cause that'd be weird. I yeah. hear footsteps go all the way from the door to the sink and then behind me, and then the footsteps stop. There are no more footsteps. This man is standing behind me. <clears throat> and I think to myself, this is a little fucking weird. But right when I think to myself, this is a little fucking weird, he opens the stall door and goes in. And I was like, okay, we're in the clear. Thank fucking God. So I finish peeing. Right. I start to walk over to the sink, and I hear this man's belt buckle, like, unbuckle. Drop. Oh, okay. He he goes, oh, and then he sits down on the toilet. And I was Dude, like, the story of a guy blasting ass <laughs> in, a, in a gas station isn't scary. Wait, Come wait, on. wait, wait, wait. Let me continue. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, funny old man, right? He's old man. Uh, he's got a he's, bowel movement. He's shitting. He's he's like, oh, you know, he's groaning. Whatever. He sits down. All of a sudden, I hear something that is not shitting. Okay, I hear like a rapid. I don't know if you can. Are hear you? That. Are you, you making? Yeah, I, I think your mic is like cutting you. I but I felt. I heard the first clap. So is he just jerking off in the bathroom? Furiously, I'm talking fast. 
like obscenely fast. And I don't know what his technique was. It sounded like he was smacking his dick in between both of his hands. So he was come on, baby, gotta make some gotta make some and pizza dough. Come on, baby. At this point, he is screaming. Like I'm he's like, oh! like he's fucking yelling. He is losing his fucking mind. And I went from funny old man groaning while he's taking a shit to I need to get the fuck out of here immediately. Like I all of the joy was sucked from my my body and I ran out. Went straight into his urethra. <laughs> and I go up to my buddy Nathan and I'm like, holy fuck, like a dude just started jerking off in the bathroom. I recognized it was a bit of a comedic situation. I, even though I was shaken up, I was like a guy <laughs> jerking off in the bathroom. He looks at me and he's like, did he have a blue shirt? And I was like, I don't know. I like, I didn't see him. He just went into the stall. And he was like, when we walked in, there was a guy with a blue shirt staring at you. And he started following <laughs> us. Oh. And I was like, you're fucking joke. I was like, do not fuck with me. This is not real. Like, you're fucking with me. Like, this is a joke. Like, this isn't funny. I'm actually a little freaked out. And he was like, I'm not fucking kidding. If I see him again, we're beating the shit out of him. And I was like, we have to get the fuck out of here. And we left, did not see the guy. And then we drove off. And I was tired when I entered that Walmart, but I was fucking, like, I was, my eyes were wide open. I was so fucking awake when we left. Holy shit. I just... You know, the, the, the stories, the long drive stories are always the best because uh, when I have to drive up to Fairbanks for work, it's like a seven hour drive. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, yeah, it's it's and it's like in the middle of the winter. And the thing is, like, you cannot go seven hours without having to piss. But a lot of the road stops like close. So you can get to like Wasilla and you have like two or three road stops in Wasilla. You could stop it to get stuff before you have to head out to Fairbanks. And uh, I used to listen to the No Sleep podcast a lot when I would drive. Um, the problem with the No Sleep podcast is it's really, really good. And it's got a lot of these inspiring writers. And so like, you got, you know, you got good episodes with bad episodes, but like, I think when I stopped listening to no sleep podcasts, it just became the story of like a lesbian murdering people for the 30th time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I was like, Oh boy, oh, another self insert about murdering people <laughs> as a lesbian. And so, but I, I used to listen to it. So like you're, you drive through Fairbanks and it doesn't get bright out ever. It's like dark at two in the afternoon. And uh, driving back to Anchorage, you have to go around these winding bends where you have no phone service and having to get out and piss like in these mountain canyons where you could just see forever off these huge cliffs while you're pissing mm -hmm. is just some of the most terrifying stuff on the planet. So like, yeah, you're, you're like the road trip stories. You, you'll start hallucinating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, I mean, the only like truly spectral story I think I've had is I was once again in Linz with my companion and there was a companion I got along best with. He was from Finland. Uh, and I don't know what it is, but Finnish people love poop. Um, this dude would always like, if I took a dump and if I was in there for like very long, he'd be like, don't use any toilet paper yet. I want to see like this dude would like monitor <laughs> my know, dumps and take pictures sure of it. Are you sure this wasn't just this dude? No, that's the no, thing I've heard about Finnish people. Are you serious? Dude, Finnish people love shit. More power to like, him. He would take photos of it and he would like mail it to his family like on our email day to family. Wait, y'all had an email and day? Like, yeah, you have a day. It's called the P day on Monday where you can go and you can like do, you can email your family. You can like go to a museum or something. And then at like six o'clock, you go back to proselyting. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. And, uh, and like he would sit on the toilet on a guitar with this like broken English. And he'd be like, 
this poop is huge that's coming out of my butt as he's like strumming away on an acoustic guitar on the toilet with the door open he'd be like elder moth you want to join me to sing along we have a tambourine and i'm like dude i really don't dudes rock it's always good to learn about other cultures yeah right um yeah so uh I, I, I'm I'm in this apartment with him, and this was like the heat stroke apartment because it's on the like fifth floor of a five story building in Germany. Uh, in uh, sorry, in Linz, Austria, during like a thirty eight degree Celsius summer, mm-hmm. which that stuff is like thirty eight degrees Celsius. I think is like pushing the nineties, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. no AC in these apartments, like because yeah. these apartments were built during like World War II before central heating was a thing. So like you have the window open, it doesn't matter because you're just inviting hot wind into your like burning hellhole. So, uh, you know, sleeping naked was pretty common and, uh, him and I are up one night and we're talking about, so a little bit more in backstory. Uh, we believe that only about two thirds of all the beings that God created actually will ever make it to the, ter- like the telestial plane of humanity where like we exist and we function, we have corporal forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe the other like one third, uh, that the, the third that Satan brought with him will never receive bodies. And while they have like minor powers to interact with us, like they, they don't have full functionality. Um, so they can mess with us and they can tempt us, but they can't like physically interact with us all that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so him and I are like discussing the, the downs and outs about it. Like, you know, hey, how do you think demons work? Because this was like a few days after the exorcism. So question. And we're just like, yeah. Do you think Zone is one of the one third? Zone tan? Yeah. No, the zone is a human being. Okay. No, no. The one third will never exist on the physical realm. Okay. I'm not oh, like I see. Okay. okay. They're like they're like the type of things that like tempt you to do drugs and stuff like that. They're like the side of you. It's 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 kind of like the id of you. They're 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 yeah. demons that tempt you. If they weren't here, humans would never feel the need to do like bad things. Okay. Bearing in mind, bad is subjective, and I'm not going to sit down and have a conversation with you guys what equals bad and what doesn't. Um, so we're talking about, like, the exorcism, and we're talking about, like, the one-third. And you're like, don't invite spirits. Like, you know, I have a lot of Wiccan <laughs> friends. I have a lot of Hellenist friends. Um, don't invite evil spirits into your life by talking about them. Uh, a lot of my, like, Wiccan friends call it the Fae. And so we're talking... And the way it's sitting is we got a bunk bed in the room we're in. You have this apartment that's shaped like a letter L. So you come in the front door and then you have to immediately turn left because you're in a hallway. And then you turn right and you got a stretch that leads into like the main dining area where there's a kitchen. And to the left of that is our room. The next room over is like a storage slash our study room. And if you were going down that hallway and you look to the right, you have the shower and the sink. And then the next door, oh, and the the laundry, the laundry's in the shower and the sink room. And then you have a separate toilet from everything else. So if you want to wash your hands after you dump, you have to open two doors. Because mm-hmm. you have to like take a dump, get out, walk into the be- bathroom and wash your hands. Yeah. So uh, so then you have the you, that main entrance area where you have like a small little living room. It, it's like maybe a 350 square foot apartment. Um, it's a lot of narrow corridors. There's a lot of wasted room in that apartment. Um, but we're in there and I'm on the top bunk and the door's cracked so I can see into the kitchen, like from where I'm laying. And we're talking about these things and we start hearing creaking noises, of course. Um, like the floorboards start creaking, you know, and, and we had been hearing it all all week because it's like super hot. So like the, that, the building is resettling and stuff yep. and it's expanding. 
And, um, but then we hear, cause the, like all these locks are really old. So you have like the lock to get into your apartment, but then you can deadbolt it with like the chain bolt. We hear the damn bolt fall. <laughs> and I look at him like, you bolted the door, right? And he's like, yeah. And we kind of stopped talking about demons. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, suddenly I just start seeing shadows dash across my peripheral from like the entrance to the kitchen. And I'm like, dude, we summoned demons. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what's going on, brother Moth or elder Moth? And I'm like, are you not seeing the things like moving from the hallway to the kitchen? And he's like, oh. (laughs) And so he just closes the bedroom door. Problem solved. There you go. Yeah, problem solved. And then, like, shortly after he closes the door, a huge gust of wind hits the window in the living room. So you just hear this, and we're like, great. And then I'm, like, almost asleep at this point, and I just hear crashing in the kitchen. I'm like, you know what? I'll deal with demons in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm scared out of my mind. I'm not getting out of this bed. Uh, I just, I, like, whispered to him, like, hey, Elder L., He's like, what? I'm like, can we deal with the demons in the morning? He's like, yeah. (laughs) And uh, we go to bed and we wake up in the morning. And keep in mind, this is a closed insulated room because once again, the only way to cool it down is to like not open any windows because it's hotter outside than it is inside. Uh, The kitchen, like three of the cupboards are wide open and like two of the plates are on the floor. And the lock on the door is like off its chain. (laughs) And so I'm like... You know, to this day, it's like one of those things where it's like, man, that was really weird that happened. And I'm sure a lot of it could be explained naturally, but I'm not going to dwell on this story. <laughs> well, we'll think about yeah. it. It's probably yeah. uh, safer to think that it is demons. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's just I'm, I'm a scaredy cat. Um, like, I'm just now at the point after seeing the movie like nine or ten times where I can watch John Carpenter's The Thing without closing my eyes. <laughs> Call you, you're further along than me. I won't even watch it. You're a bitch. Yeah. You That's need to, true. You need to play yeah, Resident yeah. Evil too. Eh? Yeah. Resident Evil uh, also, I mean. Bro, my wife. So like, it's Halloween, it's Spooky Month. She'll like spend the day and watch like scary movies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'll like come home from work like during lunch, and she'll be like, "Give me a second. I gotta pause the movie." I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll wait outside. <laughs> <laughs> What a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that. Uh, But, uh, I I mean, I'm a bitch, but, like, I'll admit that that's kind of sad. Yeah, that's Um, true. So, the third movie, and this one's completely explainable. uh, The third story. I will be right back. My my cat is doing something. Uh, Okay. Sudoku's being Uh, summoned. Yeah, right. So, uh, I'll I'll just tell you, Egg. When I was on my mission, I went from 180 pounds to 128 Holy shit. In like nine months. And here's the thing. I'm five foot ten. Mm-hmm. So like there the reach is a point where you can't really lose body fat anymore. Wow, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, so uh I got I developed extreme like the mission was probably the most like stressful time for me in my life. And I was in boot camp. Like I was in the military and that wasn't as stressful as being on a mission. Because, you know, when you're when you're at boot, like when you're in the military, like a dude could, you know, like you, you could still be a human. You could still play video games. Like when you're, yeah. you're on a mission, you're proselytizing 24-7. And I'm in Germany. 
Jeez. the area of the world where nobody wants to talk about God because you're either Catholic, a hedonite, or, you know, you don't want to admit you're Lutheran. Yeah. And, uh, I get down to 128 pounds. Uh, I get home and I'm 128 pounds. Like as I'm getting there from like 135 to 128, which okay. took me almost two months to get those last seven pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just start hallucinating every single night Jeez. from the anorexia. Yeah. I believe you're only like a couple inches shorter than me. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm 5'10". Um, I'm, I'm suppo- somehow I'm the shortest person in the podcast at 5'10". Oh, wait. no, you're, Well, Sudoku's like 5'2 or some shit. Is he? He's pretty fucking short. I think he's 5'4", maybe? He'll tell you he's 5'6". Oh, yeah. Whenever he gets back, he'll say he's like 5'6 or some shit. Well, that's the thing where, like, I'm 5'10", when reality, like, we all know I'm like 5'9 or something. Because guys will always <laughs> add an inch, right? I always right? do, yeah. Right? I tell everyone I'm 6'1". But yeah, yeah, exactly. You always had that inch. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so like towards the end of my mission, I just started hallucinating shadow people all the time because yeah. I was so hungry all the time. Like I would walk by a car in the middle of the night and I would just see like the driver scream at me and then I'd look back and there's nobody in the car. Jesus Christ. It's like some Jacob's Ladder shit. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, I was I was getting like I would look in the car and I'd like see somebody texting on his phone because this is 2010. Mm-hmm. And he would look at me and like with a super pale face with like no nose holes, like Voldemort ass looking dude. And he'd scream at me and I would like jump away and I'd look to my command. I'm like, do you see that? And I'd look back and there's no one in the car. And so I just got so used to seeing like figures walking ahead of me that were in like dark clothes. And I just I wouldn't look in cars anymore. I wouldn't look in shop windows. I would just like keep my eyes on the ground while I was walking around because my hallucinations were getting so bad. My God, that's the real yeah, no, spooky it, shit. Holy fuck! The fuck? Well, no, anorexia will make you hallucinate. It's true, yeah, and I can imagine like because I think my skinniest, and I mean I am like a couple inches taller than you, but I yeah. remembered when I was like one seventy, I was like a string bean. Like, I was yeah. pretty fucking skinny. I couldn't even imagine what 128 would be like. I, I think when my stress was climaxing, and I... It was funny, is my stress climaxed before I even left for Germany. I was at the MTC. Yeah. And that was just a miserable experience, because you'd like... I, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot of trash. Missions are often good for a lot of people, um, but I was not the type of person who did very well serving a mission. So, mm-hmm. like, all my stories are like, yeah, this was terrible. Yeah. Um, but it, in reality, it wasn't. It, it's it's not a bad experience for a lot of Mormon guys. But for me, I I just have a lot of like stories of me struggling and failing to do anything good. Yeah, I had people stop investigating the church because I weirded them out. Oh, when you're Mormon, you have to go on like one mission, right? Is that how it works? You or? you you don't have to. Okay. Um, they're just like any young man should go. Okay, so it's like encouraged generally. Yeah, I like how Sudoku keeps trying to rejoin the call and he just can't talk. I know. <laughs> okay. Can y'all hear me now? Uh, we lost Sudoku for life. So, uh, but... Um, can y'all... God, oh, there yeah, we, we are. There we are. Okay. There you go. We're in there. <laughs> but um, as, as I'm getting ready to leave program. on my mission, <laughs> the, uh, the night before I was supposed to get on my plane to Germany, which I feel bad because... You got a 14-hour flight, and you're supposed to, like, be holy the entire time you're on your mission. And I just, like, pull up the freaking in-flight video player. And I'm trying to remember what I watched. I think uh, I think Predator yeah. had just come out on those, like, stream it to the, the flights. And I'm, like, watching this. I'm just watching Predator and all this stuff and, like, praying none of the other missionaries on the flight look at my screen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but but I'm on I'm I'm about we're like the night before we leave. What we do is we have these rooms where it's like eight people to a room, mm-hmm. and it's four sets of bunk beds. So you have uh you have eight uh four companionships, two groups, uh, and so one sleeps on the bottom bunk, one sleeps on the top <coughs> bunk. And I'm sleeping on the bottom bunk, and it like I wasn't sleeping well at the time, like it like my my weight loss had just started. And I remember waking up, and I think it said it was like 5 a.m. on the the clock at, on the wall or whatever, the digital clock. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up and there was just a figure like sitting at the foot of my bed. And he was he was reading um, the articles of faith like he was reciting them to me, like looking at me. And I, I can't tell you any of this dude's features at all. Mm-hmm. And so the, the articles of faith is just like uh, the, the the president, Joseph, or sorry, the, the prophet was asked, like, what the Mormon church believes at one point, And he just wrote the articles of faith so that people would stop asking. Mm-hmm. And he was reciting them to me. And he gets to the one where it's like, we believe in being subject to kings, rulers, and leaders. Uh, which was basically us just trying to get people off our backs. Like, yeah, Mormons think they're above the law. Like, no, we, we believe in belonging to presidents and stuff. And he gets to that one and he stands up and he, like, gets really close to my face. And he's like, you believe in being subject to kings, so obey me. What? And then he, like, screams <laughs> that at me. And I'm like, man, I think I just had a sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, weight loss is not good. Anorexia messes with you big time. Yeah. 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 So those were my mission stories of spookiness. Uh, Sudoku, do you have any spooky Sudoku, stories? Sudoku, before you tell your spooky story, how tall are you? 5'7". <laughs> I fucking told you. This man's like 5'4". So five, he's 5'4". Five, five. He's 5'4". Five, I'm not 5'4". Five, Shut the fuck You are up. so fucking short. So so does his wife have to give him a boost to get into the bed at night? Yes, I saw it. <laughs> I walked up. into his. I walked into his bedroom. He has a like step stool getting into his bed. Does <laughs> so he get I in for free seven. at Golden Corral? <laughs> You're not five seven. I am You're not five, five seven. For free. I hate he to say it. He gets in for free at Golden Corral. My wife is like five four though. Yeah, she's yeah, taller but she's five than four you. is a no, woman, which means she's not. taller she than you. She is taller than you. I'm pretty sure. Joseph, dude, a five four woman is taller than a five five guy. That is it's true. Science. That is true. <laughs> Sudoku, Sudoku. Come on, <laughs> I can't kill a five seven man with one hand, but I could <laughs> kill you with one hand. Hi. It's called a. It's called a fight stick. <laughs> But, uh, but so, so yeah, Sudoku story time. Uh, I kind of have one. So, um, here, um, where I live about a little less than an hour out is an area called a parallel forest. It is a, it's public. It's a public park. Uh, it is like a forest where every tree is spaced evenly apart. Okay, yeah, I've seen those, and those are creepy as hell to look at. Yeah. Uh, so when I was in college, I think this is my freshman year. Uh, after rehearsal one night, we all went to IHOP, and then we were going to go to Parallel Forest. Uh, I, okay. At this IHOP, I got an omelet. Um, okay. So you didn't get the steak, pussy. No, I got an omelet. Uh, and then we were on our way. About halfway there, the omelet hit me. 
<laughs> I was like, okay. y'all, we gotta do something. <laughs> or you're about to have a mistake in your car. <laughs> <laughs> they stop at a gas station, that bitch is closed. Oh, so I'm like, all right, turn around, take me back to the theater. I'm going home. I gotta go now. <laughs> <laughs> this is an emergency. Um, so I do that. I don't even get home. I stop on. I stop that easy go, like on the way, like that's like five minutes from the theater. Mm-hmm. Like a come and go. Uh, kinda, yeah. Love come and go. <laughs> Love come. And go. I have a come and go T-shirt. But that's not They're like one of the few places that I think still sells pitch black. Okay, but that's not the that's that's and, not the spooky wine. part of the story. I found out like the we'll get Sudoku, get to the spooky part. Okay, I found out the next day that uh that was omelet fun. was saving my life. Uh oh, <laughs> apparently on. they got to the parallel forest and they said that there was like a shadowy figure that was like following them in the forest. Hold on. So your spooky story is about how something not spooky happened to you? Yeah. Who's who can't car door? How I narrowly avoided death. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess I should mention this now to just completely steal the wind from Sudoku. Uh, that clinic I left, four hours after I left, that village got hit with a 7.0 earthquake. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and me and the only other medically trained person were cut off on that flight. Holy Um, fuck. Oh, I got another semi. Okay, this better be better than your fucking who was phone story. I had some friends who saw something spooky one time. It's not spooky, but it is like, okay, it's like how, it's like spooky themed. Um, <laughs> One time I heard groaning from my parents' bedroom. So, this is another college story. <laughs> um, You're on thin if ice. this isn't good, I'm officially replacing with Lardo. <laughs> um, so, we were doing... Um, this is my sophomore year of college. We okay, were doing so dress rehearsal for a show. And this show used... Um, Phones. Like it was a show used like a uh, like phones. And so to do that for a theater, you'd have it like hooked up so that you press a button and the phone rings. Um so my good buddy, Peyton. Uh Egg has met Peyton. Hell yeah. Okay. Um he is the stage manager for this show. This is the only show he has stage managed, partly for this reason. Uh he is locking <laughs> up the theater. He thinks everyone is gone. Um, oh god a couple people stay behind and as like he turns off the lights and as he's leaving they like ring the phone yeah and he's like what the fuck is going on like he thinks everyone's like as far as he knows everyone has gone and out of the theater um okay so this is the but who was phone story yes um and to this day we have still been gaslighting him that no one was in there and he firmly believes that it is haunted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, you just okay sudoku i'm gonna i'm gonna run a host course on like actually telling stories on this podcast because you can't be like yeah so he heard the phone ring you gotta build up to like no one's there you know Listen, he heard the he heard the, the, the that's all there was to the story bags. it's a nice spooky okay prank, but though. ad lib a little bit dude just ad lib a little bit like 
it's okay if you if you extend your story just a little bit. Like I didn't kill two hundred spiders. It was closer to like maybe one hundred and thirty. But like it's okay. You can you can change those stories just a bit to make it better. So Peyton still he still thinks that it was haunted. Yes. That's he'll, crazy. He'll I think talk about I, it. Like he'll every now and then he'll talk about it. It was like yeah that happened and uh, that theater is haunted because that happened. I think to add to this story to create a little part two we should kill Peyton. <laughs> and then bury him in your backyard. That would be fucking hilarious. That'd be Stone funny. got the pet cemetery. Payton, uh, by the I way, mean, is shorter tell- than me. I don't know I about could, that. I, I'm sure. I could tell you stories all day about, like, don't mess with Idaho cornfields. Because that's creepy as hell to drive through cornfields in the middle of the night in Idaho. Yeah, yeah I believe that. Corn is creepy. I mean, it's just like. The whole story, like, hey, remember when we burned that Ouija board? Yeah, what's up? Why is it in the backseat of my truck? See, I don't fuck with Ouija boards. Like, I don't necessarily necessarily, believe in, like, demons and shit, but I ain't going to fuck with it. I ain't, I'm not about to. It's fair. I'm not not going to fuck around to find out. (laughs) There's a lot of the whole thing. um, My my Pascal's wager is, like, I'm Mormon due to Pascal's wager a lot of it. And it's more like, hey, I joined this. I'm going to stick around until I die. And if there's a God that, and I was wrong, uh, I'm going to explain to him like, hey, look, I would have been a great member of your church because I never <laughs> left my church. So please don't damn me to hell. It's like it's the scene in the thinking. South Park movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, who is the right religion? That would be the Mormons. <laughs> that's how uh, no, uh, That's how my professor was. He was uh, Jewish because his wife was Jewish. And he talked to like his rabbi about it. I was like, yeah, just being being Jewish is just following a bunch of rules. And he was like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, here's the thing. Like, you have to follow the most boring rules in any organized religion. Like, you know, I can't inflict pain on myself. You know, there's this whole like don't drink coffee stuff, which we still don't really have a good answer on, which I, I follow. You know, like it's the most boring rules. Like nowhere in Mormon doctrine does it say like, go retake Israel or like <laughs> die in glorious combat. And that makes the rules super hard to follow. I feel like a lot of people would gladly sign up. If they're like, dude, to get to heaven, you just have to lose in a knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Like I would love that. I could do that. But no, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta believe in the boring, like go to church every Sunday, you know, pay one tenth of your income and in tithing. Uh, you know, go to the temple sometimes. Yo, uh, hold up. Yours is one-fifth? One-tenth. One-tenth. Okay. Okay. I was about to say. Yeah. One-fifth and, and, uh, fucked. I'm going to say right now, uh, it's one-tenth after tax. I don't do that gross game. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, I'm, I know we're going to end this episode and I'm going to remember like a really good spooky story. Well, yeah. I was like, ra- I was, I was, it, I was racking my head <laughs> trying to find it's, one. It's, That's what I know, came up with. <laughs> I mean, if you put your pl- if you put your mind in a state where like something spooky can happen, uh, something spooky is going to happen. Oh, here we go. Um, my company, uh, the company I work for owns a cabin in the woods in the middle of like Nikiski, Alaska. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, like, you can get into town with about a 20-minute drive. So it's not like you're, it, like, so phone service doesn't work out there. Uh, the Wi-Fi is actually, or the internet is a T1 line. It is exactly a T1 line. 
which uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, T1 is 1.5 megabits, megabytes. Um, so it, 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 like, I remember when people were losing their mind about T3 lines, like 10 megabytes, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's actually a T1 line. Um, it's in the middle of the woods. Your neighbor is about 300 meters away and you have to like travel through forest or walk out of the main road, go across the main road, walk over to their house, which makes it like 500 or 600 meters. Hey, you gotta use freedom units. I don't speak that. Okay, sorry. Uh, it's it's 350 yards to 672 yards if you want to walk over to his house. Okay. Um, so so it's it's you're in the middle of the woods, and I'm not the only person who said this. There are damn skinwalkers in those woods, and it's just you know it's it's that thing. Uh, my wife who doesn't believe in any of these things even had something happen, and like for me, it's whenever I get to that whenever I get to that freaking cabin in the woods i close all the windows and i close all the curtains because i'm so sick of turning around and seeing like foggy breath prints on the window <laughs> when i turn around and look at it God. like you hear noises you hear the wind hit the cabin just right you hear rustling and like bears are out there all the damn time like i i walk out one day and there's just a moose staring at me while i'm getting in my truck <laughs> like you know so there's stuff out there like there's clearly wildlife out there but my wife tells a story. Um, I was in Homer, which is a two-hour drive from where the cabin is. And I texted her and I was like, yeah, I'll be home soon. And I guess she didn't do the math that I'd be gone for two hours. So 30 minutes later, um, the dogs, because we had the dogs with us at the time, sit straight up and start pawing at the door. And my wife was like, oh, hubby's home. So she like opens the curtain and there's nothing out there. Like the headlights of my car aren't there or anything. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's kind of weird. So she lets the dogs out, but they won't go out. Like, they just sit by the door. And she's like, don't you want to go potty? And the dogs are, like, staring at her. Oh. And she's like, okay. Oh, and she closes the door and locks it and then closes the curtain. <laughs> and then, like, the dogs lay down. And 15 minutes later, they do the exact same thing. They get up and they start, like, pawing at the door. My wife calls me. She's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm 40 minutes out. She's like can we stay at a hotel tonight? Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so, yeah, like, that that cabin is haunted. Like, there's 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 some skinwalkers out there. <laughs> um, do y'all have water people in Alaska? Water what? people? <laughs> we, I mean, we have the story of the native girl whose father cut her hands off, and now she's the mother of the ocean. No, 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 no. This is completely unrelated. This isn't a spooky thing. All right, let me just type in water people. <laughs> Sorry, Lardo, you're going to have to edit. Water people are like, okay. So there's like hillbillies, right? Is it just black people who can swim? No! <laughs> uh, water people are like hillbillies. There's a sleepy cast episode about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, they're like, you know, they're like fucked up. You know what I mean? The like, <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, this. oh, I remember this, this is the hills have eyes. Yeah. Do I have water people? <laughs> is, is it just like inbred people who like are living off poison septic lines? Yeah. Yeah. That's most of Oklahoma, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have water people here. I'm sorry for any Oklahomans. <laughs> Do you have water people in Alaska? No, we don't. Oh, that's fucked up. You should get some water people. They're funny. <laughs> this is fucked up. I'm going to beat you. 
Any of, yeah. any of, so, any of uh, you guys have scary dreams? Sudoku, you gotta um, have to, like a notable scary dream, right? Scarred you for life? For life? Hold on. Um, I get a lot of... I, mean, I haven't had any in a minute. But I really? used to... We all have that, like, running from the serial killer story. Like, the running from the serial killer dream. Yeah, I get those. Like, those happen sometimes. Uh, I get bug dreams. Bug dreams. So, I hate bugs. Yes. I absolutely... Any kind of bug, like, if, if, like, a cricket is crawling on me, I freak the fuck out. I don't like it at all. (laughs) Um, So, I'll sometimes get bug dreams, where Mm. I have a dream where I am surrounded by bugs, and, uh, like, something happens, and then I get surrounded by bugs, and then I got bugs crawling on me, and I'll wake up just slapping the bed, just freaking the fuck out. (laughs) You beat Uh, your wife? You beat your wife when you wake up from that kind of dream? No, it has not happened since I have married my wife. Nice. Actually, that's a lie. It's happened once, but uh, luckily when I, like, slapped the bed, it was on, like, my side of the bed. It wasn't on the side she was on. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Uh, So I get those a lot. Not a lot, but I used to get those pretty often. Especially it was really bad when I was in college, and I guess they're like they're probably like anxiety induced. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have I have dreams about like I have dreams. I feel like at least once a week where I'm sprinting through an abandoned house full of like spider webs, and oh, like yeah. spiders are crawling all over my body. I don't know, but I I think I'm a unique case because I get nightmares. I think every other day, every other night I sleep, I get like very vivid, horrible nightmares. That's the story um, I thought you were going to tell about your trip to Oklahoma, where you almost killed Nathan. Oh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's not that scary. It's not much of a story either. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this happened. So I almost killed Nathan. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so unrelated note, this I have not had in a while, thankfully. I used to have like night terrors, right, where... Nothing particularly bad would be happening in my dream, but I would wake up screaming like bloody fucking murder. I would scream like wake up. So Nathan was driving um, for quite a few hours and I was sleeping. Right. Because this was the last five hours of our 15 hour drive or some shit like that. Um, And he is in Dallas, Texas. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Dallas, Texas has the worst traffic I've ever fucking seen before in my entire life. It's really awful to drive in. It's confusing. It's weird. Nobody knows how to drive there. It's frustrating, whatever. He's navigating some really heavy traffic right now. And he's minding his own business. He's kind of cruising along. He's speeding, of course, because we're 10 hours in a really long drive. So he wants to get to where we're going already. Um, and... Minding his own business, no radio, raw dog in the road. I just fucking scream. I wake up and I'm screaming. Like, ah! Like, I'm just fucking yelling. <clears throat> and he swerves. He swerves in Dallas traffic, like, like rush hour. And then he regains his composure immediately, gets back into the lane. He looks at me. He says nothing. He, he, I, those are the most pissed off eyes I've ever seen on a man before. He just looks at me. He has no idea I have night terrors. I've never told him that before. And then he just looks back at the road. <laughs> and I like collect myself and I, I like gather my surroundings. I'm like, where the fuck am I? And then I'm like, shit, I'm sorry, man. That happens sometimes. <laughs> I didn't know how to explain it to him. 
I don't know how to explain that sometimes I just scream in my sleep. <clears throat> but he was surprisingly okay with it and then, you know, made up and then made it to our destination. So there you go. And he didn't kill you for it. He did not kill me. I wouldn't have blamed him. He was fucking mad, though. He wouldn't talk to me for, like, at least an hour and 45 minutes, I'm pretty sure. I can't say I blame him. I, I don't blame him. I, I was... I... I I was just <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said it too. I was like I I understand if you're really pissed off at me. I get it. I'd be pissed off too. <laughs> oh wait, I have one. Yeah, no kidding. There you okay. go. Um, kinda. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so the first apartment my wife and I moved into <clears throat> had no curtains and had really those really thick blinds that are really easy to see through. Yeah. We had no curtains in the room. Um, so if you wanted to, it was pretty easy to see into our apartment if the lights were on. First mm-hmm. night there, we're just like laying in the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Someone outside our bedroom yeah. is just making noises at us. <laughs> oh my God. What do like, you mean? Like, like. They're making. They start making like orgasm noises, and just like just in general, like strange noises, and like. I'm surprised you know what orgasm noises sound like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like it freaks the it like freaks me the fuck out. I'm like, there's so there's someone like looking into our fucking window, just making noises. What the? So I call my dad, who, I call my dad and my brother. They live not too far from us. Uh, they got guns. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, can y'all come over here and see who the fuck is hanging out outside my apartment? Mm-hmm. And when they get here, they're right, gone. Right. The person who was outside the okay, apartment yeah. is gone. I yep. think I was never able to confirm this, but I think that person lived like right above us. Ooh, that's kind of weird. They moved yeah. out like a few months later. That's good, at least. Uh, yeah. So uh, now we uh, bring curtains to every to uh, we have curtains on all of our windows. Yeah, there it is. Sudoku gave an actually kind of scary story that happened directly to him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. People masturbating outside his window, watching him and his wife sleep together. Yep. That is pretty scary. I got to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fucked up. Well, there you go. You ended it. You gave us a scary story. To I end did on. it. Let's go. (laughs) Proud of you. Ah. All right. So that's that's it. Uh, That's uh, hopefully that we gave you some spoopy, scary stories to tell in the dark. And uh, this this episode, I I I beg and Mike, I want this to go up for our patreons first, and then I like I want it to go up Wednesday and then Saturday for everybody else. So we just got to see what's going on with Lardo. Y'all y'all can tell your friends about how I uh, almost shat myself in a Kia Soul. (laughs) <laughs> you can tell your friends about how Sudoku is only five foot five. Not five I know, five. That's so scary that up. he's five foot three. That's so nice. That's amazing that he actually found a wife who would marry him at five two. Yeah, a wife who's taller than him. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't believe she's five one and taller than him. Yeah. <laughs> Four nine. That's such a ridiculous not, height that Sudoku has. You know, has. legally, he can't even get into the military at 4'8. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that's what was stopping me. Yep. <laughs> All right, so there we go, everybody. Remember to check out Sudoku on Twitter at uh, Worst May Main. 
That only main her. That's 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 how bad it is. Dude, she's got the best song in this entire soundtrack. She has one of the best songs. Top three. Yes, I will agree with that. And then uh, we have Egg, who I don't know how Egg has so many followers on Twitter when all I see him do is nothing. Yes, it's true. I think he's made like three YouTube videos his entire life. It's been about seven months since my last one, but another one's coming up. So hope everyone's ready for a stupidly long review of Tales of Arise. Honestly, I'm thinking about just doing a video about Evo, the quest for Eden. Do it. Do it. All right. Catch everybody later. See you next time. Bye. Bye.